2: This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is still remarkable to hear that Nick
3: Saban retired yesterday. We are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance ESPN2. Along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. We are high above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17 here on Unsportsmanlike. This came out of nowhere. We are sitting here talking about the idea of potentially the greatest of all time not being with their respective team moving forward, and we thought that was going to be Bill Belichick the whole time. (laughs) And then yesterday, we walked through the day, and Matt Eberflus is back in Chicago. Big story. Pete Carroll out in Seattle. Enormous story. All of those go to the back of, of the line when you have Nick Saban, the greatest college football coach, and maybe the greatest coach of our lifetime. If you think about the greatest coaches of our lifetime in men's sports in terms of accomplishments, how many are better than Saban? The reason I say men's sports, Pat Summit and Gino Auriemma, to me, are, are more accomplished, the only two in our lifetime, than Saban. I don't know that there's anyone else that is more accomplished. But think about this. Seven national titles, six with Bama, five-time <laughs> SEC coach of the year. I'm going to read numbers. You tell me which number stands out to you the most, both of you, okay? 297 career wins in 28 years, 206 of them in Alabama, 54 different SEC coaches since he's been at Alabama have coached in the conference. 124 players drafted, 44 of them in the first round, 11 SEC titles, and no class that stayed four years or more with Saban ever didn't play for a national championship. Which number stood out to you the most?
0: The 44 first rounders for me. Like having the opportunity to sell high schoolers, prep players, guys coming over from JUCO, the opportunity to monetize their athletic ability at the highest level of the sport. Like to me, that that is what Nick Saban used in order to build a dynasty that is second to no one. I mean, he won six national titles in a span of 12 years. We, we've never seen anything like that, and I don't think we ever will again. So I think that was probably the most impressive part, being able to sell the best players in the country on coming to Alabama and potentially biding their time until there's an opportunity for them to touch the field. And those guys having full confidence that once they do get on the field, that Nick Saban is going to put them in situations where they can have success to the level where they can be drafted in the NFL and be a multimillionaire. So the 44 first-rounders, I just think that is that is a part of the lasting legacy that is Nick Saban.
4: Absolutely. I want to go back to the six national titles in 12 seasons at Alabama, which is just outrageous yeah. in itself, that war- that stat right there. But we always compare him to Bear Bryant. We always talk about Saban and Bear Bryant together. So Alabama won six national titles with Bear Bryant in a 19-year span, and Saban did that in 12 years.
0: Yeah, Think about that, though. You're talking about – the coach that has the second most national titles in the history of the sport and him being the second best coach in that school's history because of Nick Saban. <laughs> you think, of that, like, think, about, think about that. Bear Bryant is the second best coach in the history of Alabama because of what Nick has been able to do.
3: So just a quick round of who's better at their job. Oh boy. Nick Saban or Bill Belichick?
4: I, I would say Nick Saban. CeCe? Because he, he went out would, one, would, one play I, away from another national championship.
0: I would say Bill Belichick just because you have free agency in the NFL. Now you have free agency in college football and right. it's different. And we've seen Nick Saban with twice in a span of three years come up short in the college football playoffs. So I just I think that it's a little bit different now in terms of the advantage that you have Um, in college versus the pros. I think that has shifted on his head. Now it's probably more advantageous to be a pro coach than it is a college coach just because of all of the different moving parts. But I would say that Nick Saban, during his 17-year span at uh, Alabama, that it was impressive, but not as impressive as what Bill Belichick
3: was able to do in a salary cap Uh school. Uh-oh.
4: Oh, my God, what?
3: Per Adam Schefter... Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are expected to part ways today after a remarkable 24 seasons together, ending an unmatched run in NFL history that included six Super Bowl titles, league sources, tell me, and Mike Reese. Wow. What, we, what a we 24 went from zero, We went from we zero to 100 real quick.
4: What a 24 this hours. This is wild. Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, and Pete Carroll. Wow. All out.
0: Wow. Like I said, Smalls, I think the... I I understand the reporting from Mike Reese, respectfully. I think Vrabel being available and then the Seattle Seahawks moving on from Pete Carroll just makes it a little bit easier, greases the skids a little bit for the New England Patriots to make this move. But this is absolutely the right move. We we anticipated this all season long. One of my bold predictions coming into 2023 was that this was Bill Belichick's last year in Foxborough and it came to fruition because this was his worst season in Foxborough. So I think that they did the only thing that they could – and Robert Kraft said, coming into this year, that it was important for the Patriots to have a good season. Remember, he said they don't allow players to chase individual accolades, intimating that he wasn't going to sit here and allow Bill Belichick to trace the all-time wins record if the program wasn't having success. You have your worst season as a head coach with the franchise. If you take Robert Kraft at his word, this was the only decision that there was to be made. He had to move on.
4: Yeah, at some point, you have to start assessing something in reality rather than resume. And for so long with Bill Belichick, it was the resume, as it should have been. He has earned that right. But the reality of the situation is that if Bill Belichick was Bill Belichick's boss, he wouldn't keep him around. No. His performance was not up to the standard that unfortunately Bill Belichick had set. He was in kind of a prison of his own making because he had been so excellent for so long that when you see that regression, especially at this stage in his career, you have to move on. And Evan, I know you are as big of a Bill Belichick person as anybody out there. Wellness check, my friend. How are you doing?
3: It sucks. I mean, I'm not going to, I hate this. I hate this. I love Belichick. He's the greatest NFL coach of all time. Oh, I'm not crying.
4: You're a little misty. I'm. Uh, you're, you're a little
3: misty. I'm, I'm sitting. I'm, the, Evan, I'm sitting right Evan, next to you. I can, I can see you. I'm not crying. I can I see can you. Evan, you're a little misty. Evan, I can. See you're a misty. Evan, I, can see I hate. I hate this.
4: I see your shoulders slumped
0: down. I when hate you're reading it. You hate uh,
3: it. I'm not crying. Yeah, you're it's gonna, a little, the corner the, of the eye is a little misty. I
0: swear it's on a my little life can misty. Can we get some boys
3: to in here under the road? I want to cry. Although
0: we come to the end of the road, Bill he can't I just want to let go.
3: For all you It's
0: unnatural.
3: All the rings. You've been good to me. We've never spoken, but you've been good to me. I'll follow you wherever you go. I'll cut off my sleeves. I can wear the black Falcons. I got you. Maybe a little maroon for Washington. Look at the jersey behind me. Maybe that's a little preview. It's a maroon jersey. <laughs> this stinks this is this, sad let's, this just, is sad let's day. just be clear about what is happening our lives as sports fans are completely changing today no doubt because we are not Ooh. used to bill belichick not coaching the patriots we are not used to nick saban not coaching alabama
0: when we- you think about those two sports over the last two decades those are the two coaches that you think about first and foremost it's bill belichick with the nfl it's nick saban with college football Yes. It's inarguable.
4: Without that is objective.
0: Doubt. That is just fact. That's not hyperbole. And doubt. both of them are moving on. And the decision to move on came in in less than 24 hours for both of them.
4: 2024 is on one. This is right. They are, they are, it
0: is
3: on one.
4: Rabel, Carroll, Sabin, and now Bill Belichick. So we got
3: eight
0: NFL vacancies right now for head coach.
3: Wow. Eight. Well, let me just say this about Belichick. This is the greatest head coach that any of us in our lifetime will ever see. We will never see anybody do what he has done over the last 24 years of the New England Patriots, winning the six championships, winning the 17 AFC East titles. If you want to say it's all for Brady, it's all because of Brady. Fine. He got the best out of Brady. So the best coach of all time got the best out of the best player of all time. That is a credit to him. He coached the best player on offense, Brady, the best player on defense, Lawrence Taylor, and the best player on special teams, Matthew Slater, in the history of the sport. All are tied to him. I, as a Patriots fan, and and as an NFL fan, every NFL fan today should actually be thanking this man. Because if you hate him, you should thank him. If you don't like him, you should thank him. If you love him, you should thank him. He gives this sport a villain that every great drama needs. And everyone has an opinion on Bill Belichick. He has been as relevant as anyone in sports history in their sport in a 20-year span. He is as relevant to the NFL as Brady was, as relevant as Jordan was, to the NBA Shaq, Kobe anybody as LeBron right now everyone knows him Everyone has an opinion on him, and everyone deep down would take him to be their head coach in his prime, and everyone knows he is better at coaching football than anyone that has ever lived. If he is not a head coach next year, which I think he will be, we are going to miss him. And I believe the collective response today should actually be, thank you, Belichick, for being this insanely amazing villain in the biggest sport in our country. Well, we
0: know he's coaching next year. We talked about that based on what he said in the posts season press conference a couple of days ago like he's going to coach it's not going to be in Foxborough so my question to you and Smalls is which coach that currently has a job is nervous as hell this morning all of them all
4: of- <laughs> I mean maybe not Andy Reid I mean there's yeah, a handful Andy Reid,
0: I mean, Mike Tomlin I yeah, think they're cool yeah, there, yeah, there, there's they a cool. handful well, that obviously aren't. Yeah, cool. but I'm just
4: saying if if somebody like Pete Carroll is out and somebody like Bill Belichick is out why does anybody think that they're safe Seriously, no, uh, why would I, anybody? I just want to know it. how
3: this gets announced, too. Because what we saw yesterday was Pete Carroll with Seattle announced that he's not going to be the head coach, but also make it clear that he wanted to be the Seahawks head coach. Is Bill Belichick going to do the presser today with Robert Kraft at the Patriots facility and have a last send off. I don't know. I don't know how we got to this point.
4: Well, it says by mutual decision, right? They mutually agreed to part ways. So if that sounds amicable, it does. But we'll, to Evan's point, see a lot about how this really went down based on how they announced this. Um, I'm sure Belichick probably saw the writing on the wall, but this is the greatest of all time and there is an ego there. I'm sure he doesn't love this and they want to try to save face in some way. And maybe he felt like it was time to, maybe he really did feel like I have done all I can do here and a change of scenery is going to be best for me. Well,
0: it didn't sound like that on Monday when he talked. It sounded like somebody that was amenable to any changes that the organization had in the front office with the general manager and the hierarchical structure. Like it felt like Bill Belichick was trying to pitch Robert Kraft on what could change that could get the program back on track. And ultimately, just decided, you know what? We're going to get fresh eyes on this thing. Even if we hire a general manager to oversee personnel, that person is still going to feel like an underling to the greatest coach of all time, or at least the greatest coach in the Super Bowl era. So I just, it, it felt like a situation where they were forced to move on from Belichick. And now the question becomes, where does Belichick go? And ultimately, who do the Patriots get to replace him? And I guess I'm sitting here looking at the teams that are in wildcard weekend, and we pointed to three coaches that were waiting to see what the outcome of their games on Saturday and Sunday end up being. That would be Sean McDermott with the Bills, Nick Seriani with the Eagles, and Mike McCarthy with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, if, if any of those guys lose on Wild Card weekend – then I think it's on the board that they could be replaced by Bill Belichick because I think he represents an upgrade in each one of those situations because they have championship-ready rosters.
3: Let's be clear also about one thing. Robert Kraft and the Kraft family has done a phenomenal job owning the New England Patriots for a long period of time. The NFL is at a place today. It is in large part because of the Kraft family, because of the broadcast negotiations that they led. Right, They have built an amazing business. But what's on their resume is letting go of Brady and letting go of Belichick Right At at different points. They let go of Brady at the wrong time, obviously. And that's on Belichick, but it's ultimately on, on the Kraft family. Now they're letting go of Belichick. We're going to see if it's at the wrong time. The wrong time could work two ways. The wrong time could be you should have kept him longer or you should have gotten rid of him sooner. But we are going to see because this is on their resume too. As much as it is saying hello to these two, it's also saying goodbye to these two. But you
0: can't blame the Patriots if Belichick goes somewhere else and has success as a head coach. I
3: mean, Belichick was the – And he's going to. I'd be stunned if he doesn't.
0: I I would too. But, I mean, Belichick was also the general manager. He's the Mm -hmm. football czar there, and the general manager is the one that got the head coach in trouble in New England, not ownership. So that's why I don't know if I look at it through the same lens of them moving on from Tom Brady prematurely and Tom Brady goes to a, a situation where he wins a title.
3: It's a sad day, honestly. Like, I'm sad as a, as a pastor. Yeah, I know.
0: You're misty. You're, you're it not. sucks. Your, your eyes are misty. It's okay.
4: It sucks, yeah, It's it okay
0: sucks. to feel all of the feels.
4: I, I can't believe that we're talking about Bill Belichick and Nick Saban both being out in 24 hours, yeah. you guys. Like, no one ever forecasted this, that we would see these two guys who are so singular in what they do in their respective sports at their levels be gone in 24 hours of one another. Oh, and by the way, Pete Carroll, too.
0: Smalls, he gonna cry in the car on the way home.
4: Hold on. He went to the break. Guys,
1: we have a drop. When Michelle asked him for the wellness check, this is what he,
3: uh, Evan sounded like. It sucks. There's that you does can, sound like I'm crying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, this, this is all. I hate this. I don't like this. This is the greatest coach of all time. You better know what you're walking into. Vrabel, you better win a damn Super Bowl. Evan, Evan, here's the good thing for you,
1: is you're a, you're a sports free agent anyway, Like, so you can move on. They've moved on, you can move on to another
0: team oh, now.
4: Oh, come on over to my side, free agent fan.
0: Let's see it was. But, Ev, this was the right decision.
4: You know it was Like, I mean, listen,
0: Like, we can open it up to the caller lines, but I mean, this was the absolute right decision, the only decision that the Patriots could make.
4: They have to move on, Ev.
3: 888 say ESPN, 888 729 3776. Your telephone number to join us. On Sportsmanlike Nation, Dr. Pepper, call online. Let's just keep it open ended. We want to hear fan reaction. Your reaction to Belichick and the Patriots walking away and the message you would send to Belichick right now. Because mine is everyone should be thanking this guy for this sport that we have grown to love every single day all across national airways. It is the number one sport in our country. And I think that the Patriot. Regime and the Patriot Way has contributed to that in a huge way. We'll get your. I want to
0: thank Bill Belichick too, especially for no, that 2011 yeah, I season. That. I want to <laughs> thank you, Coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really appreciate them beers. Go to man. break. We're on like Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive
1: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Pete Carroll getting fired could only be topped by Nick Saban retiring, which
3: could only be topped by Adam Schefter reporting that today, the New England Patriots and the greatest coach to ever live, Bill Belichick, are going to mutually part ways after 24 seasons together, we are on Sportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen. With you for me today as a Pats fan, absolutely stinks. So you're many, choked up. I, I hate, I, it. I hate up. this. I understand everybody saying, hey, this is the right mo-. I don't look at it, this as the right move. Uh, somebody who could shed some light on all of this is somebody that served as the offensive coordinator for Bill Belichick for many years. He's a part of SiriusXM NFL Radio, and he joins us now. It is Charlie Weiss. Coach, your reaction to Bill Belichick and the Patriots no longer working together?
6: Well, I mean, it's a. I agree with you. It's kind of a sad day if you think about. If you think about what Bill Belichick has meant to the New England Patriots. You know, I think I think about when we first went there in two thousand when when I went with him from the Jets uh, back to New England after we had been there with Parcells before that and where the organization was and where the what the organization became, it just it just, it just, it just, it just sick, it's just it's just sickening to think about it. You know, one of the problems I have here, I don't have a problem. This is a business. And uh, Mr. Kraft and Jonathan decided that's what's what they want to do. they you know, that's their that's their right. That's their prerogative. But people don't humanize Bill Belichick; they dehumanize him. They look at this this person. This they look at his press conferences and what he have to say, and they don't know, you know, what this guy's all about. I'm t- the, here's a guy. Let me t- I'll tell you one quick story that really b- puts it on. Back in 2002, after we had just won the Super Bowl, I had a surgery, and I was basically dead. I should have died that summer. I didn't die, but I know a lot of people wish that would have happened. But that's a whole other story. This guy stuck by me the whole time. He could have just walked into a hospital room, taken a look at me, and said, "It's time to move on." But he didn't. He stuck by me. He was there every every step of the way, and let me you know let me recover and get better and da 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 da. So people don't realize that this guy's this guy's probably the most respected coach that I've ever been around. Everyone looks at it, they think that a press conference where they think of Ron in Cincinnati, they don't realize that not only is he the greatest coach, but he was probably the most respected coach I've ever been around. It, it sickened me.
0: Coach Weiss, Belichick has been a part of the NFL across five decades, going back to the mid-'70s. Is this it from him, coaching wise, or do you see him coaching somewhere else in twenty
6: twenty four? I don't. I don't see any way he's done. You know, the fire's still there. You know, people want to say, "Well, Saban left yesterday. Belichick and and Belichick leaves. What's the difference? The difference is Saban is the greatest college football coach ever, but the game of college football has changed between the portal and NIL. Nick probably. Nick probably said. You know, I, he still got a lot of gas in his tank, but he said, "This isn't the game that I signed up for. I didn't sign up for the portal at NIL. I signed up for college football recruiting. You know, building all guys stay in your program for three, four, five years, but that's not what it is anymore in the NFL. I mean, you you don't think that people are going to be lining up to get Bill Belichick? I mean, they're going to be lining up and." I don't see the fire being gone. Plus, he has, he has two sons that he loves coaching with. I mean, I don't see any way he's done. I don't see any way.
4: Coach, the report is that Belichick and the Patriots agreed to mutually part ways. When we heard him talk after the season, it still seemed like he was in on New England. How mutual do you think this decision was?
6: Oh, I definitely think it's a mutual decision because I think that they they bo- there had to be a couple of really hard days of negotiating. You know, are we going to stay? Are we going to go? If we are going to go, what's the best way of doing it? You don't take a guy like Belichick and just run him out the door. You don't do that. You know that that, that would that would serve no one no, no one any any positive purpose by doing it that way. So by coming to a mutual understanding, you know it was going to be take the high road. Because if you do it any other way, you're just not good, good people or good business people. Now, I can't tell you, I wasn't sitting in that room with the with the two crafts and Belichick going through all this stuff. So I can't tell you how hostile it really got. But I would have expected nothing less than them having a mutual uh, parting of the ways, at least publicly, if this in fact happened. And, and it just sickened me that it did.
3: Coach, let's finish with this. Talk with Charlie Weiss, who served as Belichick's offensive coordinator many years, was with Coach Belichick forever. Uh, NFL Radio now on SiriusXM. Joining us here on Sportsman, like who should replace him?
6: Oh, I don't think there's any doubt that it's it's a, it's a two horse race, and I don't think anyone else is involved. You know, it's either going to be variable or Mayo. It's going to be one of those two guys. I don't think it's I don't think there's another option out there. I mean, I mean, there's plenty of good coaches out there, but. I mean, Mr. Kraft wants to wants a, a guy with, with patriot roots. He got two great ex players. You know, one that was already in the building, and one that you know, one that's on the street that just became available. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any other options. If if it's not one of those two guys, I'll be absolutely shocked.
3: And, and very quickly, sorry, I know I said the last thing, but if you could give us a name of a team, if you were Belichick's agent, you would place him where?
6: Well, I mean, Bill wants to win now, so it's just a question. I, I look at two places that make the most sense. One of the charges, because you got Justin Herbert, you already, you know, you have salary cap issues there because you have, you know, you got four or five players making half your salary cap, so you you have some issues there, but you have some star players there, and you have a quarterback already in place. The other place that would intrigue me, some would be Atlanta. Because Atlanta has a, has a stud receiver. They have a stud running back. They have a stud tight end. The defense is pretty decent and they're in a crappy division. So they need to get the quarterback situation resolved. But you know, that guy, Josh McDaniels is on the street too. I mean, so you bring your offensive coordinator with you, you bring your defensive coordinator with you, you bring your special teams coordinator with you. You already got a coaching staff in place. I mean, he, You know, he could he could turn anyone pretty good. But, you know, in this league, it's proven that you can't win without a quarterback. And I think Atlanta needs one, and the Chargers have one.
3: Coach, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. You got it. There's Charlie Weiss. I just became a Falcons fan. All right, coming up, <laughs> uh, we are going to have someone that played for Belichick in studio joining us to talk about the breaking news. Bill Belichick and the Patriots per Adam Schefter and Mike Reese of ESPN are going to mutually part ways today. We are on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio.
0: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
1: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet?
3: Unsportsmanlike.
2: This is Unsportsmanlike with Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, and Michelle Smallman. Per Adam Schefter, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are expected to
3: part ways today after a remarkable 24 seasons together, ending an unmatched run in NFL history. Wow!
4: Evan, I know you are as big of a Bill Belichick person as anybody out there. Wellness check, my friend. How you doing?
3: It sucks. Oh, I'm not crying. You're a little misty. I'm... Uh-
0: To the end of the road, to the end, to
3: the end, to the end. Oh my! It's unnatural. No- Noon Eastern presser. Damian Woody is here. Your former. What are you looking at, Cece? What, what are you
0: doing? You, you, what got, do you, mean? you got you got the hoodie on, the cutoff hoodie, the short sleeves, the great t I just this guy. This he, guy. Can't, he can't let he it came, go. He came ready.
7: He came ready? <laughs> he came ready. He came, he came ready with his
6: place. So,
0: so you knew this was going to happen is what you're saying? I just cut because the sleeves of the, a sweatshirt. The, the, way, the, the, the way your voice cracked it's when stage. you saw the news, the way your eyes missed it up when you first heard it, I just, I just I'm wondering if you're going to be okay. I'm wondering if you're going to make it through the show.
3: In all seriousness— this is an end of an era in sports. Like, as For us as sports fans, there's no Belichick in New England. There's no Saban in Alabama. There's no Pete Carroll in Seattle. Damian Woody is here, ESPN NFL analyst. You played for Belichick. Go back to the first time you met him, interacted with him. Who is he that we don't know?
7: First, before I answer that, this has been the, the craziest 24-hour sports I've ever been a part of. I've never seen anything like this. I mean, we've omitted some names too, by the way. But uh, to get back to your question, I remember when I remember I remember my, the first training camp I had with Bill Belichick. He comes in, comes in the team meeting. He said, "Listen, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Get on oh. the training ride." Yeah. He's like, "Don't ask for breaks because there will be no breaks. Just do the, put your head down, and let's go to work." And he literally walked out of the room. I've, like, I've heard that before. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay, am I going to be able to survive this? And then when I tell you it was the hardest training camp I have ever been a part of. I'll be, I was calling my mom <laughs> night after night like, my, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. If this is going to be pro football for me moving forward, I don't know how I'm going to hang on to this. We had guys retiring like every day in training camp, but it was all part of a, <laughs> it was all part of a master plan though. Because when you when you come in, Bill came in my second year in New England. When you when you come in and you're trying to instill that culture, you got to weed out guys who who not going to be who's not going to be part of the long term plan. But it was all a plan. The, Bill was just first of all, he's a football savant, football genius. No one knows the game better than Bill Belichick the preparation that we used to go through, and it was mental gymnastics. He put you in a mental grinder every single day. Like, there was no letting up. But at the end of, at the, end of the day, when the confetti would fall down on your head, that's when you knew, like, damn, it was all worth
0: it. I was laughing about when you said there's no light at the end of the tunnel because yeah. that's how Bill Parcells started that's every right. training you camp. Know. you eight, know. Straight, eight straight two-a-days, yep. and we started the first practice, full pads, yep. three-spot live nine on seven and then live goal line that's right get your mind right get your mind right that's how we started training camp yeah right and I had those same conversations with my folks. Yeah, like I, I listen. If this is what the NFL is going to be, these types of practices going up against Larry Allen and Flozell Adams, I ain't gonna make it. Right. But I digress. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying we we share that we're in because the same tree. because we yeah. we're in the same coaching True. tree, right? But I, I'm looking at this decision and the timing of it. Was this the right decision for the New England Patriots based on where that program is at,
7: Chris? I, I felt like this was the time. This was the time because I felt like the New England Patriots as a football team had bottomed out. You could see like the devoid of talent compared to a lot of other teams. Um, they're gonna be picking high. They're you know, picking number, I think number three in the draft this yep. year. And so I just felt like, okay, if there was ever a time for Robert Kraft to kind of hit the reset button and move the organization maybe in a different direction than the 24 years on the Bill Belichick, this would be the time. Now, I mean, listen, we gotta put things in perspective here. Mm. We're talking about the greatest coach in NFL history. I don't, like, no one should take that lightly. Like, moving on from that, we will never see what Bill Belichick accomplished in New England in our lifetime. I'm telling people right now, ever again. We will never see what Bill Belichick accomplished up in New England in our lifetime. So I'm always, like, I appreciate greatness. I had, you know, I had... I was a part of it at the beginning, just like anybody else, like whether it is Kobe or, you know, all the, you know, Tiger, all like watching Bill Belichick and being a part of that organization and how he disciplined his team, how he made sure that we were on our P's and Q's, how how he made sure that we don't beat ourselves, let the other team beat themselves. Man, like, I'm going to take that with me for the rest of my life. Mm. Mm. That's something that not many people can, 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 can ever be a part of, mm-hmm. ever.
4: Damien, as you're describing this, all I can think of is good luck to the person that tries to replace him. <laughs> because to say those are big shoes to fill yes. is the understatement of the century. Mm-hmm. But who do you think the guy is?
7: There's a guy out there right now that was fired by the Tennessee Titans. Mike Vrabel is revered. I played. Mike Vrabel was a teammate of mine. I love me some Mike Vrabel. I know how good of a coach Mike Vrabel is. Mm-hmm. He's revered up in New England. He's part of the Patriots, you know, Hall of Fame up there. Um, it just seems like such a natural fit. Unless you just want to go in a totally different direction as an organization, but no one in, in, epitomizes kind of like those those the 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 values and and things that Bill Belichick set in place. Than Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. So it just seems like a natural fit to me, but we'll we'll see how it all unfolds. Will he need a D-line coach? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, listen, I know I know Vrabes could put together I know Vrabes could put together a staff. I know he can do that.
3: There's no question about that. But this is this is the thing. We're talking about Damian Woody, of course, ESPN NFL analysts. If you're just tuning in, Bill Belichick and the Patriots have mutually agreed to part ways. they are gonna be a noon Eastern press conference today with Robert Kraft. And Bill Belichick uh, in Foxborough. So here's the thing: if if they're just going to try to recreate or extend the Patriot way, why are they getting rid of him?
7: The man's 71 years old, 24 years. Like, what does the NFL stand for? Not, Not for long. long.
0: I mean, we're all just one day closer to them asking us to leave. That's
7: it. And for you, again, we'll never see what Bill Belichick did in New England ever again. But everything has an expiration date. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I said, because how things have bottomed out in New England, this is probably the the right time for them to hit the reset button.
0: Now, Damian, we heard from Bill Belichick on Monday's postseason press conference, and he intimated that he would be amenable to giving over personnel control to somebody else. Now, that was, I guess, under the premise of trying to maintain his position as the head coach of the Patriots. But do you see him going somewhere else? and, you know, potentially relinquishing the ability to control the final 53 on a team's roster?
7: See, see, it's just hard. It's just hard, man. When you – Bill Belichick is an alpha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's an alpha. Yeah. Like, like Brady's an alpha. Like, I just don't see a scenario where Bills just have a guy over top of him, like a general manager yeah. over top of him that has control over the roster or anything. Like, we're talking about – the
0: greatest coach in NFL history. So he's got to be the czar wherever he goes. I, I,
7: like he's gonna have to have, like he's gonna have to have. I think the equivalent of like the relationship he had with Scott Pioli, mm-hmm. like someone, like a a true right hand man that are on the same same wavelength and, and just know each other, know each other inside and out. I think that's got That's gonna be, that has to be the scenario. But I don't see Bill like working up under a GM. Like I don't see that. Like the only person he he works under is the
3: owner.
4: Mm.
7: That's mm-hmm.
3: it.
4: You know what's crazy is we didn't even ask you about Pete Carroll, who Pete you Carroll. also played for, right?
3: <laughs> I, that's who. I mean, your back-to-back me. years were Pete Carroll and yeah. Bill Belichick, one and two in the NFL. Like, like I'm saying, like the, the last 24 hours
7: has just been in my my football world has been crazy. Yeah. Because I got the guy who brought me into the league in Pete Carroll, and then a guy who left, you know, the biggest mark on my career in Bill Belichick. Both now out of a job, wow. which is just—I mean—who could have imagined that? And mm-hmm. neither Saban. by neither by choice, neither by choice. But I will say, Pete Carroll being out surprised me more. Did it? It absolutely. When, when I when when Shefty tweeted it, I think I was I was I was I was driving to the grocery store and I stopped because I'm like, wow, like I never thought that Pete Carroll would be in a situation where he would be ousted. Because mm-hmm. that's what he was. No doubt. Anyone no who doubt. watched Pete Carroll's press conference yesterday, that man still wants to coach. It's like blink twice if you need help. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he yeah. still wants to <laughs>
3: coach. So it, it's
7: like th- that, one sh- that one shocked me. It really did.
3: Damian Woody, you'll see on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, I mean, just a remarkable day in sports. As he just said, a guy who's been around the NFL his entire life, the craziest 24 hours we've ever seen, with Pete Carroll out, Nick Saban out, and now, as of noon Eastern Time today, Bill Belichick and the Patriots will mutually part ways. We are on Sportsman Like, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any
1: Must be 21 plus and present in present and select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: This is the unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. This is unsportsmanlike with Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, and Michelle Smallman. Going to Somebody
3: who could shed some light on all of this is somebody that served as the offensive coordinator for Bill Belichick for many years, Charlie Weiss.
0: Is this it from him, coaching-wise, or do no. you see him coaching somewhere else in
6: 2024? I don't. See, I don't see any way he's done. You know, the fire's still there. You you don't think the people are going to be lining up to get Bill Belichick?
3: Bill Belichick, as of noon Eastern, will no longer be the head coach of the New England Patriots, per Adam Schefter and Mike Reese. Just a remarkable statement to be made here. Bill Belichick is someone that is the greatest to ever do it at his job. 24 years, six Super Bowl wins, making something out of nothing many times during the course of his career. Not, obviously, over the last couple of years, just a remarkable turn of events here. Over a 24-hour stretch in which Pete Carroll is out in Seattle, Nick Saban retiring is now no longer the biggest story in sports. Let me say that again. The single greatest college football coach of all time retiring – is no longer the the biggest story in sports. And Bill Belichick is going to be out in New England. 888-SAY-ESPN is your telephone number to join the show. A reminder, by the way, other sports are still going on. We have the NBA tonight. Lakers and Suns presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 9.30 p.m. Eastern ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Guys, all, all of the direction now is pointed towards the Atlanta Falcons per Adam Schefter. It seems like the Falcons are going to be the team that is going to go most heavily after Bill Belichick. Do we like that for both parties? I
0: do. I mean, the Falcons are right there. I I think they have a top 10-12 pick in the NFL draft, so I think that makes a lot of sense for them. Their position to be able to go after a quarterback. And we've seen that Bill Belichick can win a championship with a young quarterback if you have the right pieces in place. you got a top 10 defense. you got a lot of skill position players on offense. The offensive line is pretty good. So I I just think it has all the makings that you're looking for. And oh, by the way, you're talking about the NFC South. So it's not necessarily a juggernaut in terms of your pathway to get into the playoffs. Right now, the Bucs have won the division three years running. And Baker Mayfield won it as a guy that was a cast off from the Carolina Panthers. So you got to think if you get a competent head coach in there and you get solid quarterback play, then this should be a team that could contend. They have enough talent to be able to do it. So yeah, I guess that makes a lot of sense. I'm interested to see how they have the org chart and how bill Belichick factors into that. If they do in fact hire him, because Terry Fondo is the GM there. He's relatively new to the job. so
3: But not involved in the coaching search currently, which is interesting. Well,
0: and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think that that's going to be a little bit curious as to how that all works out and seeing the synergy between the front office and the, and the head coach because it takes them being on board, too, in order to win a championship. But I think that makes a lot of sense. Now, what I'll also say is this. There could be some other coaching vacancies that come open. Because we do have Bill Belichick available. And that's why I'm so interested to see what happens this weekend and whether or not any of those coaches that could potentially be on the hot seat have a poor showing.
4: Yeah, for somebody like Bill Belichick, who you'd think any – opportunity would be the opportunity. It's actually not. There's actually kind of a small group of teams that you think are turnkey for somebody like Bill Belichick, because even though he still wants to coach and still has the coaching acumen to do it, this guy's in his 70s. He's not going to do this forever, and he's chasing that all-time wins record. This is somebody who needs to go to a place where he can win now. He's not going to go somewhere like Carolina and have a full reclamation project, which is why I think a lot of people go to the Chargers because of Justin Herbert, but I can't see that. Even though they have the talent at quarterback. It doesn't feel like that's a great place with that ownership with that franchise for Bill Belichick and it feels like the Atlanta Falcons are as close as he's going to get to being able to come in, make a few tweaks and be able to win pretty immediately as you said in that division. Well, could is-
0: you ima- could you imagine though? I'm just let me let me just go through this hypothetical cuz it's too juicy not to. Could you imagine if the Eagles lose to the Bucks on wild card weekend, which is not crazy? No. Could you imagine if they decide to move on from Nick Sirianni and hire Bill Belichick.
3: That's what they should do. Let's be clear. Okay. And that that's what be we've, we've been talking about that now for a week plus. Let's be clear. This is still the greatest coach of all time. And this is the guy that, okay, you want to take a hit on him in terms of roster building. I get it. Put every single team in the middle of the table. And let's pretend there's no coaches for any of these teams. You would rather have him coach great rosters than any other coach in this league. And you can't just sit there and say, as some have, well, anybody can coach a great roster. No, they can't. CC will be the first one to tell you that. That there are guys that cannot coach great rosters. Bill Belichick may not be the guy to coach a bad roster, but give me a great roster and he will get you to or win a Super Bowl more so than anyone else in this league. Mike Tomlin is an elite coach because he's good with something and he's good with nothing. Not everybody's good with nothing. This guy, Belichick, is better than everybody with something. And if you're a team and you're in a gray area of what to do with your head coach, He's your guy.
0: Well, even if you're not in a gray area, though, I'm sitting there thinking about the teams that qualify for the playoffs. Of those 14 jobs, how many of those head coaches would you rather have over Bill Belichick? I mean, I'm sitting there thinking about a Mike Tomlin, John Harbaugh, Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan. Hold on, hold on. Let's wait and see
3: on Kyle Shanahan. Okay, and and that's and that's completely
0: fair. Wait and see, And, and that's completely fair. That's
3: completely fair. If I said to you, Belichick's the coach of this San Francisco 49ers team, and they're healthy, because I know you rightfully so have been big on, if they're not healthy, they're not that good. Sure. If they're healthy, you're not picking them to win the Super Bowl? You may pick them anyway, but like, Belichick's winning the Super Bowl with the Niners. Definitively. There's no way he would lose. You can't say
4: definitively, Evan.
3: I would bet any amount of money. That they would win it. If Bill Belichick was the coach of the San Francisco 49ers this year, they are winning. I, I, the Super I Bowl. guess my
0: whole point is this: like Kyle Shanahan, debatable. Sean McVay, debatable. But I mean, outside of those four coaches, four or five coaches, you would take Bill Belichick over everybody else. There are 14 teams in the playoffs. You would take Bill Belichick over all of those other coaches. That is that's his, that is still I guess that's the sign of greatness. That's how good Bill Belichick is. And here's the crazy thing. As a head coach that has been a part of the National League across five different decades, think about it. He came in with the Baltimore Colts in 1975. Wow. He's seen more football than any other coach in the NFL. Save probably be careful. Like, like, he's seen more NFL football, certainly, than any other coach in the NFL. I, I just, he's a coach that can put your team in position to win a championship if the roster is ready to compete at that level. And that's why I think it would make sense now all of a sudden with him becoming available that a team that has a disappointing showing on wildcard weekend could transition away from their current coach and turn it over to him.
4: That's why I wonder if it's not going to be a surprising landing spot. We obviously naturally go to somewhere like Atlanta, but because of everything you guys just said about the the gravitas that he holds about the, the, Football acumen that he still possesses, he's still a good coach. And there's a lot of people that we might not be putting on that list of head coaches that are on the hot seat, or a lot of situations that we might not deem to be a landing spot for him. Mm-hmm. That I bet internally they're having those conversations: Can we go get him? Is this? A, is this? If it doesn't work out for us in the in the postseason, is Belichick right there? Is this an opportunity that he would deem to be an enticing one?
0: If you're Jerry Jones, I mean, listen, Mike, McCar- I Mike McCarthy ain't won the big one in a long time. That's where I was like, you had twelve. 12- uh, three straight twelve win seasons, but you've been bouncing the postseason division round or earlier. I, I just that could be a situation that you. You mean to tell me that you wouldn't feel better about the Dallas Cowboys getting over the hump if Bill Belichick was the head coach rather than Mike McCarthy? I know I would. I know you probably would. Evan, I would too because you love you and you love Mike McCarthy. Yeah, there is no bigger defender of Mike McCarthy than you on this show. That's right. You love him. Yes, and in a New York minute, you would replace him. With Bill Belichick, same Pat mm-hmm. Costello with the Philadelphia Eagles. You mean to tell me that Pat wouldn't feel better oh, with please. Belichick as his head coach rather than Nick Sirianni? Of
3: course he would. We're on sportsman like on ESPN Radio, ESPN Two, on a day that Belichick
2: is out.